0: Hey guys, welcome to 30-something with Sunny. I am so glad you're here today. A little bit of a catch-up before we get to today's interview, which is with the incredible Lisa Shale Drake of Bar 3. Um, We've been on the move for the past couple of weeks. Um, We just got back a little over a week ago from our, I call it our Pittsburgh pilgrimage. (laughs) Uh, We go back home to my hometown with the kids every summer. And um, it is, it's always so much fun, but man... I'll tell you what, this year, um, it was, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was kind of hard in some ways. Uh, the first reason was, um, as any parent knows, taking your kids out of their routine, even if it's at a place that's really convenient, like say your parents' house and <laughs> the house you grew up in, it's tough. Um, They're away from everything that they're used to. They love it because routine just gets, you know, thrown to the wind. We just do whatever we want to do. So they love it for that reason. But it's a little stressful on me. Um, And we had an incredible time. I love everything about Pittsburgh. It's always going to be home to me. Obviously loved hanging out with my parents and my family. Um, But I found myself in a really strange position of like having a, I wouldn't call it an anxiety attack per se, because there was no like, you know, typical symptoms in that way, but it was, um, intense, intense periods of anxiety. And, um, I was just having so much difficulty for some reason, just getting through getting through the days with three kids kind of out of our routine out of our element thank goodness for my parents who were able to help out and um it was intense and I I started to think about it as I headed home back to Florida my my second home and I think it's because and I know that any person who has um who's moved away from home can appreciate this when you go back home And especially when you go back home to a house that you were literally born to and lived in your entire life until you moved away, you are flooded with memories at every turn. And I found myself in this weird position while I was home of like constantly being aware of the past, the present, and the future, the past, because literally every corner that I turn in my childhood home, I have a memory. I mean, the backyard that we played in as kids and the, the part of the woods where we had a tree house that my dad built. And, um, you know, even, even silly things like my parents still have a sprinkler that we had when we were young. Um, so this, this constant barrage of wonderful memories, but you know, I'm a super feeling and empathetic and nostalgic person. And I was like, you know, tearing up at every corner and then the present which was just the chaos and fun of three kids who, by the way, loved every single second of uh, being outside at my parents' backyard because the summertime in Pittsburgh is a little more bearable to be outside than the summertime in Florida. So they were like, yay, we can be outside without our skin melting off. (laughs) So the past, the present, and the future because, again, in this stage, when you're in your 30s, you're seeing your parents age. And it's hard, man. It's a real it's a real reality check to realize that we the, in this genera- or in this generation and in this stage of life are are the age that my parents were when I just started to, you know, just become aware of life and, and what everything's all about and the circle of life is turning fast and I'm I'm a parent now and my kids are just getting old. They're getting older. Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so thinking about the future like that too and how fast life moves and seeing my parents get older and understanding that I'm, you know, rapidly headed toward different stages with my own children. So, it was just this um it was intense. It was wonderful and I loved every second of it, but um it was it was a very very um it was an emotional trip for me. So, I'm glad to be back. Um, by the way, had a really fun opportunity in Pittsburgh, too, to be back on TV for a day, which was awesome. Um, it turns out it's kind of like riding a bike. You just <laughs> remember what to do when you pop that earpiece in and and the camera starts rolling. So that was really fun. Anyhow, um, we are back at it. We are getting ready for the school year, and we're only about a month away from, from classes starting for all of my kids, and this will be the first year that all three are in class for at least a day or two. So I'm um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually also a little bit sad, which I think is totally normal. <laughs> Anyhow, I just wanted to bring you guys back up to speed. But yeah, going full speed back into our normal routine here in Florida. We are melting every time we walk outside because it's a, because it's a million degrees in the summertime here in Orlando, but it's great. And um anyhow, so today's episode um is not only informational, but I hope inspirational to you too. So on 30 something we like to talk about, you know, the tagline is all the things that make the stage in life so fun and so complicated. Um a big part of this podcast and and all of the interviews I've done is um motherhood and and how that kind of changes everything, right? As soon as you start down that path your life is never the same for so many reasons. Most of them good, some of them tough. Um, Anyhow, today's interview is with um, a master trainer at Bar 3. Her name is Lisa Shale Drake. And I found this workout right before I got pregnant with our third baby. So um, I was full speed into this new, amazing, low-impact, core-strengthening workout. And I was loving life. And I was seeing, like, really great results like uh firming up in places that like I didn't know that I needed that much you know firming up in like it's just incredible for your for your whole core and your abs and I'm going full speed And then I end up pregnant with our third unexpectedly. She's our surprise baby. She's the best surprise. But anyhow, I had been doing bar three for several months at this point and I was not going to quit. I loved it too much. And thankfully, this is a workout that just pairs so well with pregnancy and post-pregnancy that I didn't have to change all that much. And to be honest, all of the incredible instructors here at my... uh, Winter Park Studio down in Orlando helped me to adjust my workout throughout my entire pregnancy. I took a couple of months off after having the baby because I'm a big believer in just um, recentering and relaxing after delivery. But when I was ready to go back, they were there for me and ready to help me um, adjust and and adapt any workouts that I needed to, so that I could I could slowly start getting back into things. So. Needless to say, because I had such a great experience with this workout, um, I began immediately (laughs) stalking their people to give me interviews for my blog. So, um, on my blog, I've done several interviews with, um, with Lisa about why this workout is so great for pregnant and new moms. And, um, I decided why not bring her on the podcast too, because she has so much to say, not only about the workout and how it's adaptable for, um, for moms but why it's great for everyone um she talks a lot about the the difference in the bar three workout versus a lot of the other things that are out there and and why it works so well um i personally am just super super grateful for um for having this practice in my life it's one of those workouts too that um it's built around a sense of community so in all of the studios you'll see that um you, the instructors, the owners, they—they they know their people that are coming in through the doors. So it's a great sense of of women coming together and, and a great feeling of community. In addition to being a total ass kicking workout, so I love it. I'm a huge Bar Three fan. So what do I do when I love things? I chase people down and ask them a bunch of questions. So we talk all about the workout. We talk about, um, you know, what's going on in our body when we do this uh, this type of exercise. We talk about Lisa and her routine as a mom of twins i sh- i think she said her twins are are seven years old, so they're just beyond that young kid stage. Um, we talk about how she got involved in this business, what she likes so much about it. Um, I ask her why all of the cool workouts end up originating in Portland. Did you ever notice that? Like all of the cool things that start <laughs> seem to be in that corner of the country. Um, anyhow, I hope you enjoy this interview with Lisa Shale Drake again, a master trainer with Bar Three. As much as I enjoyed doing it, she is so positive and so energetic. She like makes me want to leap off the couch and like, go work out immediately. She's just inspirational and she's energetic. She's awesome. So anyhow, um, hope you guys enjoy. Again, this is Lisa Sheldrake from Bar 3. All right, guys, here we go with Lisa Sheldrake. You just heard me introduce her um, and give you all of the vital stats in the introduction. But Lisa, I want to thank you so much for allowing me to drag you onto this podcast because we've been kind of in communication <laughs> on and off for years because I pretty much stalked you into doing an (laughs) interview for my blog and you were so gracious and kind. So thank you. Of course. I'm glad to be here. Yes. So we mentioned that you are a master trainer and you're also the VP of research and development with bar three.
1: I want you to break it down for us. What that exactly entails happy to answer that one. So my, what I call my day-to-day job is the VP of Research and Development. And my main focus is on the actual class that we are teaching, either out in our studios or online through our subscription base. And most of my job is really staying 100% up to date on what is happening in science with the body. So really talking to experts out there in the field um, of where body mechanics is going, anatomy, physical therapy, all that latest research that is happening out there. Um, I'm in tap with that and I'm listening to it and reading it. And then another part of my job is in the take that information and understand how does that apply to bar three? What improvements to our class have to happen? How are we going to change how we change instructors? And then I also 100% focus on the client side. So I do a lot of individual conversation with clients. I host focus groups where I'm hearing their feedback and then taking all of that information and trying to make the absolute best class that we can potentially make to balance your body and to make you feel amazing from the inside out.
0: I mean, um, absolutely Yeah. Well, no, go ahead. Because I, you said the word amazing and like, um, and we can get into this later on the in the interview, but that is the <laughs> one word I always use to describe how I feel when I leave bar three. It tru- it's true. Oh, it's an amazing
1: workout. Thank you. That makes me happy.
0: you're doing your job, right. What do you have to study to in in school? What kind of certifications do you have to do what you do? Because I feel like
1: with the (laughs) scope of what you're responsible for, that involves a lot of like knowledge, actual knowledge. It does require a lot of actual knowledge. And, you know, I actually get this question a lot. People always like, Oh, did you study? Like, are you, did you study physical therapy? Did you study anatomy? what did you study? And I studied musical theater. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. A girl after my own heart. I love a good theater show. So prior to getting into fitness, I had a love of theater. So my was actually my career prior to joining Bar 3 was I was a performer. I toured with national shows. I've been all over the country with um, one of those I did with Cats. I've done Evita, done a lot of amazing shows. And when I transitioned over over to Portland um, back in 2008, I knew I wanted to leave the business. And um, I've always loved fitness and particularly fitnesses that made me focus on me, that that challenged me to be present in my body, to really listen to my body and to understand how it works. And a lot of that came out of my passion of dance. And then I just fell in love with fitness and movement. And I always call myself a lifelong student. Um, I never stopped learning. I love education. I love to continue to push myself. And so as I transitioned into fitness as more of my career, Um, I just dove in 100%. Um, I started taking workshops and trainings all around Portland, and I started connecting with amazing experts in our community and beyond. And really what I've done is soak up the lot of their wisdom and all of their education they have done, the years and years and years they've done at school. Um, I've been able to really tap into their wisdom and then bring it into bar three. And the founder, Sadie Lincoln, um, uh, always says that this company at its heart, is an education-based company. And she just highly encourages us to continue to learn and to grow and to push ourselves. And so for the past 10 years, um, you know, I've been basically been studying the body. Um, so even though I ha- don't have a formal training in it, I have definitely been spending the last 10 years of my life just diving into research and diving into workshops and working with experts to basically learn as much as I can.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. And, And I always try to explain to people when they ask me what I like to do to work out. Um, because like you, I'm a mom and time is mm-hmm. time is precious and very rare time to myself. <laughs> um, I, I try to give the best description of what a bar three class is. So I want you to go on the record and like give us the official description of what type of a workout is, because I'm probably not doing it justice when I'm explaining
1: it. It's all good. So here is how I describe bar three. So bar three is a full body balanced workout that combines strength conditioning, cardio, and mindfulness. But personally, what I love about bar three is the fact that it's so adaptable to all walks of life. And so no matter Mm -hmm. your background in fitness, if you have any or not, if you're pregnant or a new mom, what we do at bar three is we meet you where you're at. And we celebrate that instead of seeing it as something that needs to be fixed, we actually see that as an inherent strength. So if you're coming into class, six months pregnant. We celebrate that. We think that's amazing. And we're going to give you modifications to make you feel great and strong in your body. And then if you are also a triathlete and you're training for a marathon or for an Ironman, we think that's amazing too. And we're going to meet your body where it's at and help you get to your goals of running a race faster or whatever it is. Um, And Mm -hmm. the workout itself, since we focus so much in this idea of balance Um, A lot of our clients who come to us, one, feel stronger in their body, they feel less pain in their body, and they actually feel like they have more resilience and more of that inner strength because they are able to work in a more balanced state.
0: Absolutely. And I feel like I can testify to that. I spent years running which is uh, as mm-hmm. research is beginning to bear out probably the worst thing that women can do it's like steady state <laughs> cardio that slowly breaks down your body over time but i was a cross-country <laughs> runner and i found so much um mental peace in running right but when you come to mm-hmm. a point where your body can't handle that anymore and i started to seek out another workout and that is one thing that i i noticed is that doing bar three i felt like it put my alignment back into place i had some hip issues. I was on Mm -hmm. the verge of having some knee issues, but um, it all came back to rebalancing. And I can pretty confidently say that I feel like I'm finally in alignment. So I, I can at least testify to that part of it.
1: That's amazing. I love that. And that your story is so common. We hear a lot of that. People find us either through their needing to transition out of something that is harder on their bodies, or they're trying to seek something that feels better in their body That, that common story is really, really common or they're trying to get into fitness and they don't know where to start. Um, and that is the one thing we hear over and over again is like, you know, they feel so much more better in their body. They have less pain in their body. And a lot of that, that is just that alignment, just bringing those bones, bringing the muscles back to where they're designed to be and functioning how they're designed to be. But what's really great about it too, is that people also find that, you know, this class is, it's tough um, it's a hard workout. And so they, they can tap into that inner athlete that they really resonate with. And maybe they haven't been quote unquote, an athlete for years because maybe they have children now and it's hard to go out and play soccer (laughs) or to run a marathon anymore because of time, but they're able to kind of tap into that, that part of being an athlete that they have now disconnected from and they're able to find that again. And that's amazing. I'm curious to hear more about how Bar 3 started. I know that you joined the
0: company about six months after it it kind of got up and running, but you're obviously Mm -hmm. um, in constant communication with the founders. And I would love to hear more about like how this workout was born out of what need.
1: That is a fantastic question. So first of all, um, Bar 3 is still run by the founders. Sadie and Chris Lincoln are active CEO and COO of the company. And it's amazing to work for a founders-based company because you can just see their passion for what we're doing every single day in and out of the office. It's truly been a, a magical ride for these past 10 years. This company came out of a need for them hundred percent honesty to find more balance in their lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were working for a fast growing company in San Francisco. They were quote unquote, living like the American dream. And they had a moment where they looked at each other and they said, this is not what we want. We've never felt more disconnected to our bodies. We've never felt more disconnected to our friends. Mm -hmm. They felt lonely, even though quote unquote, they had every, they were checking all the boxes of success. And so they took a huge risk. and Sadie took and Chris took all of their knowledge they'd learned from being in the fitness industry for the past 20 years and dev- brought all their loves of community, all their loves of anatomy, of um, growing a business, of culture. and they put all that love, sweat, and tears into bar three. They moved their kids, that were two and three at the time to Portland, Oregon, um, and opened up their very first studio. Um, in August of 2008. So we're almost 11 years. Wow. And literally from the day it opened and you, it, let's, re- let's remember that date, August of 2008. That was like right at the beginning of the recession. Like oh the my gosh time. that's time. Right.
0: Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I know.
1: And that crazy, um, It's like the worst time to open a studio, but ironically, that was actually the time where people really started to think about what they needed in their lives and they cut everything else. And bar three actually thrived because people realized one, they needed, they needed to take care of themselves during this really stressful time in our, in our economy and in our country, they needed to take care of themselves. They needed to be well. And so they found bar three, but they also realized how much they needed community. They needed each other. They needed a place where they could feel safe. They feel like they can connect with people, and I think that's what's really magical about our three. Is, yes, it's a fantastic workout. The workout will continue to grow and evolve, and it will continue to change. But the community element, I think, is what is the like the magic sauce. Mm-hmm. The people that come to these studios and also work out online are truly amazing people, um, and it's what keeps me coming and keeps me here. Is like. I absolutely love our clients. They're fantastic people and also our instructors and beyond.
0: Yeah. Um, So that's where
1: it began and it thrives since then.
0: It's really, I mean, you mentioned the community aspect that just resonates so much because it's, I know that there are, um, you know, there are different types of workouts and people generally tend to just be really evangelical about what they choose and they kind of join their group. What Mm -hmm. I like about the bar three community is that it's, it's, um, it's like low-key vibes. You, know, you don't walk in and feel like someone's <laughs> screaming at you like, ah, we're going to get pumped, sister. I mean, it's super chill, but you also feel like um, there's a real sense that the instructors know the people that they're teaching. They kind of, you know, at least mm-hmm. down here in, in the Orlando Winter Park community, um, I feel like that was a big draw for me, knowing that um, they seem to be really dialed into who it is they're teaching, which I, which I guess is a testament to you guys sort of reinforcing that in the company culture.
1: We have a a core value that we really embody called everybody matters. And that means that anybody who walks into our doors or pushes play on our subscription, like you truly matter to us. And we not only want to take care of you and take care of your body, but we want to be here for you and meet you where you're at. And so, so much of that is we, you know, with obviously respect to boundaries, we, we want to get to know you. And we want you to know that every time you choose to come to bar three, that we want to recognize that and celebrate that. Because you, we get it. It's a fast life right now. It's really hard to make time for yourself, um, and the fact that you show up is like amazing. That's the hardest part.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> really is. Mean, those six a.m. classes—they're no door. joke. I'll tell you that. much
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I. If you go to six a.m. class, like I have massive respect for you because I don't know how you do it. It is the only time I can honestly get out of the house
0: without someone hanging on my leg. Like like everyone is, there there are no small children here to like dangle from one of my limbs as I walk out. (laughs) I mean, they're, they're asleep. Um, I have to ask you this because, um, we're talking all about the workout and first things I want to mention too, people hear the word bar and they think ballet. So you're, you're disputing that, right? There's like nothing. There is a ballet bar in the class. (laughs) People are like, do I have to know my positions? I'm like, no, no, no,
1: this has nothing to do with being a dancer, right? Let's just dispel that Mm -hmm. right away. One hundred percent. You don't need any experience in dance. You don't actually need any experience in movement. Um, You know, the only the yeah, the the joke that we say, the only thing we're really tied to ballet is that actual ballet bar. It's an amazing prop. And and here's a couple of reasons why we continue to choose to have in our studio. And FYI, every single year, we always look at our class and look at things that either need to be cut because it no longer serves our body or things that we need to add. Add to the class because it's going to serve our body better. And we have put that bar, belly bar, through the filter every single year. And it continues mm-hmm. to come out for a couple of reasons. One is a lot of the, what we do in our class is about core strength. And a lot of through core, core strength, to get a stronger core. You need to challenge your balance. But balance ebbs and flows. Sleep, food, energy, hormones, everything affects your balance. Like it's age, it all all connects back to, to your physical balance in your body. And some of our postures are really challenging to do. And so we love that ballet bar because it's there for you. You can literally just touch your hands on it and suddenly your body is going to feel more confident that it's not going to fall over. Mm-hmm. Another thing, it's actually an amazing prop for modification. So let's say you just had a kid and plank on the floor is not going to serve you right now. You need to rebuild strength in your abs. And you need to recognize that it needs time and it needs slow resistance, like gradual resistance added on. So taking plank at the ballet bar is a fantastic place to begin. And so we love that prop. And yes, it can feel like a barrier because you see it and you instantly, instantly think, oh my gosh, ballet class. But for people who have come, they always associate with, they say like, I didn't realize this was, was more athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize that I could do it. Oh, I, I knew what I was doing. This was kind of easy to follow and understand. Because we don't want this to be a class that have a lot of barriers to enter. We don't want you to feel like, oh, I have to know all these things before I can even go. That's not the truth. You can walk in literally today as you are and you're going to be fine. And we're Mm going to take good care of you.
0: So what is happening in our bodies, physiologically speaking, when we're doing these small movements? Because I think if someone were to peek through the window at a bar (laughs) three class, they would say, oh my gosh, it doesn't look like you're physically moving your body in big, big movements the whole time. There are portions of class where you do, but tell us what's happening Mm -hmm. in the body when we do those small kind of contracting
1: movements with our, with our core and things. That's a fantastic question. So we call this in, um, in studio, a small range of motion. So, Um, best way to describe it is like, imagine yourself like sitting back into a squat position and instead of coming all the way up to standing, which would be a full range of motion, you would basically just move your seat up and down like one to three inches of range. So basically what you're doing is that first move, when you sit back into a squat and you're holding the posture, you're in what's called an isometric contraction. So another way to describe it, and you can actually physically do this with me if you're listening, is make a bicep curl, like bend your elbow and half and flex your bicep, but don't move anything. You are physically contracting your biceps in an isometric way. Now, if you kept doing this for a good minute, you would fatigue really, really quickly because isometric contractions means your muscles are working constantly with no relief. Um, and that's great because they build strength really fast. It's a really effective way to create stability in your body. But the harder thing about isometric contractions is they just fatigue out really, really fast. And so when we add on a little bit of movement, just up and down one to three inches, what you're doing is you're getting the qualities, you're getting all the benefits of working in an isometric way. So you're getting lots of strength in your muscles. You're getting muscle fatigue quickly. But that movement allows a little bit of oxygen into your muscles. So that think of oxygen as like food for your muscles. You're getting a little bit of relief. So you're able to stay there a little bit longer
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: because we want to do high, high reps of that to build muscle strength quickly. And then you'll notice after that, we do move big in class two because that's more functional. It's how our body works. It helps flushes out the toxins out of our muscles so we don't get us sore as quickly. Um, You're able to come back and be physical the next day. Um, And it's also a good way to make sure that your muscles have, you know, mobility so you can run and not feel tight in one area. So I hope that explains it. I got a little scientific on you. (laughs) No, no, I love that. I love that. And I think
0: people go into workouts, like thinking of the end result. Like if I do this exercise, Mm -hmm. this is the type of body I will get. And I think some of those maxims tend to hold true. You know, if I do, for example, like, you know, heavy weights and, fewer reps and I will get bulky. Or if I do a Pilates class, I will be long and lean. If we are doing Mm -hmm. bar three for a long period of time, like what physical changes would you tell someone they could expect to see if they continue with this workout?
1: That's a really great question. And I'm going to flip it a little bit by saying, you know, one of our things is these, this idea of success, right? You know, whenever people start you know, working out there, a lot of our triggers that we're thinking of is if I do X, Y, and Z, I'm going to get to here. And we're kind of living towards the future, this future body. And, uh, and the reason why I bring this up and it's not a negative thing to want to lose weight or to get tone or to, you know, to have a, a flatter abs. Like I don't see any negative with that, but I think a lot of what bar three does in our language that we speak is that, We actually see you as amazing as you are as of today. So our focus is, yes, if you do our workouts and you stay consistent, you know, through several months or even longer, you're going to see physical results. Like you're going to see, you know, you're going to feel stronger. You're going to, you're going to, you know, might potentially lose weight. But what we care much more about is how you're actually feeling, how you're feeling inside. Like, are you feeling physically stronger? Do you have less pain in your body? Do you have increased endurance? Like, are you able to now walk up that hill and make it to the top without being completely out of breath? Um, do you feel more energized? Like, do you have more energy in your day? Um, you know, do you feel less stressed in your life? And those check marks for us are as equally as important as you losing 30 pounds. Um, and a lot of our success stories that we talk to clients with really, honestly, they speak to us much more about how bar three has affected them kind of mentally, mm-hmm. that they're happier in their life. They feel more centered in their life. They feel more gratitude in their life. And and then later on, they kind of talk a little bit more about the physical attributes that they also have received, um, but it's not the importance. And I think that's something that I really love about this company is it celebrates everybody. And it celebrates inclusivity about that. And it really celebrates the inside feelings as much as the outside feelings, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And I I love hearing that and you flipping
0: it like that because, um, we, I think as women, especially we tend to be sort of results oriented when it comes to things that Mm -hmm. we want to achieve. And, you know, like we said, we have a very small amount of time to dedicate to ourselves and self-care frequently. So people are driven by that, but I, I, the mental aspect is huge and there's this portion at the end of class for anyone who tries it where I don't know what you guys officially call it, but it's not like the cool down or like, I like it because you just lay, you lay down on your mat. <laughs> it is the only time Lisa truly in my life that I'm like lying still and not actually sleeping. And there is so much, that I feel happens. This sounds really corny, but it's the truth, um, that I feel happens in those two or three minutes with me, just sort of, it's like, um, you know, downloading all of the, the whole day, like all the good stuff, like the processing of it that happens that really I've never Mm -hmm. experienced with a workout before. No one has ever, no other workout I've ever done has sort of like called on me to be that mentally present. And I will say when I skip that, sometimes I have to leave early in my 6 a.m. class as I dip out before cool down. There is a noticeable difference in how I walk out the door feeling when I did that two to three minute quiet stillness and when I didn't. And it makes a huge difference.
1: I love that you brought that up. That is actually a new addition to our class in this past year. And we internally call it stretch and breath. I think we actually externally called that too. Um, And it's, we actually dedicate a a good portion of our class about 10 minutes at the end. Um, So we do 50 minutes, like we're gonna, we're gonna get you shaking, we're gonna get your muscles burning, we're gonna get you sweating. But then that last 10 minutes is really about stretching those commonly tight muscles in your body, so hips, shoulders, back, and then also guiding you through about a three to four minute breath series or a meditation series. And and yes, there's tons of research out there that talks about the power of what's called quote unquote called white space where we allow ourselves to just be present in the moment, focusing in on our bodies. And I I always joke when I ask clients this like in and out of class I go, you know, how many of you would like more more downtime in your day or more me time or more quiet time and everybody raises their hand and it's like, well we built it in for you. Oh, um, so and much. yes, I love that. You say like, I'm able to process and it is true. Like that time you're spending is, is taking you out of your reaction place in your brain. And you're, you're actually literally shifting towards the front of your brain where you're able to focus and make decisions. Um, and who doesn't want to focus better and make stronger and smarter decisions, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm running on um, like, you know, yeah. five
0: to six hours of sleep generally a night. So that is like my, favorite time of the day. I'm like, if I'm going to be awake, I might as well be lying down <laughs> and trying to connect with my breath here. It's fantastic and wonderful. Yes. Um, let's talk a little bit more Good. about the workout itself. Um, I know you guys, like you said, you go back every, is it every year and reassess how the workouts are structured? Is mm-hmm. that correct? Okay. And, um, yes. what exactly are we, I, I know you said some of the range, the ranges tend to be a little smaller in the workout, but like, What other types of things are you guys looking at incorporating into the bar three workout that might be different from what we're already
1: doing? That's a fantastic question. So we always look at it from two lenses. One of it's the body lens. So how are we serving your body? How are we bringing your muscles and it back into a more balanced state? So you have better posture, stronger core's you know, more endurance in your limbs. And, and so a lot of that is we're working, you know, in and out with research. So a big part of my job is I'm just constantly reading the new research that's coming out from really amazing organizations that are studying biomechanics or the body. Um, and then we do a lot of workshops and ways that we confuse this new information in, and also based on this new information, what do we got to cut? So for example, a few years ago, there began to be a lot of amazing information about how to strengthen your core. So that's including your ab muscles, your back, your glutes, your chest, your shoulders. That's kind of how we define the core is the, the torso, the trunk of your body. And you know, 10 years ago, it was all about crunch, 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 crunch. Like do as many ab crunches as you can. Well, research is really showing that's actually weakening your core and creating more back discomfort. And so we made a conscious decision to pull out crunches. Um, and that was tough because crunches, there's a lot of sensation to it. People connect core with crunches. And we had to do a lot of education on that with our clients and our instructors to build trust again. But the outcome of that is we've heard from so many people that they have less back pain now and they feel stronger in their core. So that was one example of what we did, um, you know, right. But then we also look at it from an environment or a mental standpoint, like how are we filling your cup in regards to like your energy levels or how are we making sure that you feel, you feel energized every time you leave class. And that's assessing our environment, what we're saying to you, um, what music we're playing, you even our lighting of our classes, um, how we end the class. And there's a lot of great research out there right now that's happening, it's emerging about this hormone called cortisol. And cortisol is a stress-based hormone that's naturally released in stressful situations. And I always describe it as, imagine you're sitting in your house and a tiger walks in. Cortisol is gonna release because you suddenly become very frightful and fearful of this tiger that walked into your house. Cortisol is gonna help you get a quick, you know, burst of endorphins and you're going to go run out and you're going to suddenly have a lot of energy to to run away from this tiger. The problem is is that we have a lot of invisible tigers in our lives right now. We are constantly stressed from our lives, from our work, from our kids, so many reasons why we are just always racing against the tiger. And so right now we're studying research about cortisol conscious workouts. Like how are we making sure that we aren't increasing cortisol production during exercise you'll have a little bit because your muscles get stress on them when you exercise and that's a good thing but you also want to make sure that you're breathing or that you're mentally calm because that's going to help you feel more energized and less depleted after a physical activity so some Mm -hmm. of those things are more subtle and you might not notice it as much in a class but you might feel it Mm -hmm. because when you leave you're like, wow, I feel ready for my day versus I have to go sit on my couch for the next two hours and eat pizza because I'm so depleted from my workout. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah it's, yeah. it's an uplifting vibe for sure. When you, you get, when you,
0: when you yeah. walk out of class, you want to continue to make healthy decisions, which I feel like is, is huge. Um, what else are you excited about on the horizon when it comes to new workout trends or new wellness trends? I know that, um, mm. obviously bar three is top of the list for you, but when you break out of, you know, your day to day, is there any other type of activity you like that you feel really complements
1: that? Yeah, that's a great question. And, uh, you know, I, I will say that anything that brings you joy is fantastic. Um, I, I always say that bar three is a great place to come and get connected into your body and unwind those patterns. So you can go and run. I'm not a runner. <laughs> I I want to run. I love the idea of running, but it just does not bring me joy. Like I start running and I hate it. Um, I chase my children. That's it. So I, <laughs> that, personally that'll do for, <laughs> I, that'll do that. Yeah. That does it. I know when they're <laughs> in danger. I, I chase them. Um, so personally, like things that I like to do are, you know, things that also keep me present in my body. So I'm i I'm speaking personally because I truly believe, that there's amazing movement out there. And as long as you're present and you're honoring your body doing it and you're meeting your body where it is that day, you know, then I think that's fantastic. So if you're, you know, for example, you are a runner and you are noticing knee pain, well, that might mean that something needs to shift. Maybe you need to do other workouts more than running, or maybe you need to not run as long, or maybe I don't, I don't really know exactly what the answer is, but acknowledging that, instead of pushing through pain to get to the end result. It's kind of my answer, but I personally love workouts that are just really thoughtful with sequencing um, that, that push me in a different way than bar three. So I take a class here in Portland, this company called adapt. They're amazing. They're only based in Portland, um, but they are more of like a, a high intensity class. So there's lots of different cool equipment that I'm climbing and climbing under climbing over it's, it's, I kind of feel like I'm in a playground when I go to their class. Um, Why do all the cool things happen or start in Portland? (laughs) I feel like, like fitness wise, (laughs) everything is happening there. Why? (laughs) Uh, I think because the entry is just easier here. It's, it's a smaller scene, you know, it's not LA, New York where you, you really can't incubate anymore. It's, you know, as soon as you kind of launch you're front and center. And so you have to you have to kind of be dialed and be funded to be able to do it well. But in Portland, like you can kind of be quiet here and and wrap your arms and, and kind of hide it from the public and figure it out mm-hmm. before you launch it, which is I, like I think is so important. It, it, I, I hope that we continue to allow businesses time to make mistakes and grow. Because that's what's gonna make them great, you know, if we all judge them right as they open, like they have no feedback, they need time right um so that's my that's my statement is g- give businesses time,
0: <laughs> yeah, like people I mean uh, you I know you gotta you, you, gotta, you yeah. gotta grow
1: and adapt yeah. over time, you gotta grow and adapt exactly and and so a business might be totally different than it was a year ago because it's it's growing and learning um, I love yoga too, I think yoga is an amazing compliment to bar three um And, and yes, some people do it bar three, they think it's their yoga and that's great for me. Like I, I love, you know, just being on the yoga mat and the, 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 the connections between the the two workouts are just phenomenal. Mm. Um, you know, the fact that it's a 5,000 year old fitness, that's still around, you know, that I have mad respect for. I'm like, you've made it through the test of time. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Talk about growing and adapting. Uh, That is like, that's, that's stood around or stuck around for
0: a reason. Absolutely.
1: It's stuck around for a reason, but honestly, the one thing that i I do if I have more time to do um, and it's not really physical as I meditate That's my other thing. Um, meditation is one hundred percent leaving the woo woo world and coming into the world of um helping you feel focused, helping you feel connected to your body, helping mm-hmm. you connect yourself to your deeper purpose. Um, you know, and some days my meditation literally is a minute. I sit down and take five breaths. Like that's Mm -hmm. all the time I have for, and then there's some days where I can sit down and do, you know, a 10 minute meditation with either headspace, um, or some other great collaborators that we've worked with. Um, and that one, I really feel like even though I'm not physically moving, it's like my, it's my workout for my brain. It's my workout for my internal system. And it's absolutely crucial.
0: Oh, I love it. Let's talk of supplements and yeah. other sort of fun things that people can throw into their routine. Are you a believer in supplements? And if so,
1: which ones do you like the best? Uh, So supplements in regards to movement or vitamins, I just want to be in clear. In regards to vitamins <laughs> and like, th- like con- things we're consuming, put it that way. Uh, you know, that is not my expertise. I'll be perfectly honest with you, though. I do have a lot of friends in like the nutrition world and the functional medicine that just absolutely stand by it. Um, you know, there's a great company out there called care of that we think is really, really cool. And it's when you join them, you can actually do their whole onboarding, um, program. And they ask you a ton, ton of questions, be patient. It takes a while to get through it, but then they actually deliver you what they feel like you're missing in your body. Um, and so there are some great, um, support to that. What I just say is, you know, listen to your body, Note if it's helping you or not. Um, that's my big thing is I feel like so much of wellness is moving towards personalization, Mm -hmm. really understanding what works for you. Um, and yes, trends are always going to help bring awareness to wellness and to fitness, but I think it's more about listening in trusting that your instincts are right Trusting that you will always be your own best teacher with these decisions. And if something is not feeling right or it's making things worse, then talk, talk to an expert, talk to a doctor, go, go get some advice because you know, there, there is a solution just sometimes it's trial and error to figure it out.
0: Speaking of Mm -hmm. listening to our bodies, I cannot let this interview go by without specifically addressing bar three as it relates to pregnant and new moms. So I started yes. Oh my gosh, I feel like this is such a huge part. And this is how a lot of people um that I speak with sort of find their information on you is through my articles I've done with you guys on um maternity workouts and like post baby and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um I have to say the instructors are so good, at Lisa, at like adapting everything for the pregnant person in the class. You know, if there's something we were doing that mm-hmm. didn't work for me. Like you said, like a plank or something where the, the belly would be hanging or doing something else. Um, <laughs> they were always there to kind of work in. And I feel like that's a real boon, a real benefit to the bar three classes that like for a pregnant mom, like you guys really address their specific needs. I'm curious if that's like a company mantra or if that's something you guys went into, into this sort of specifically addressing, or did that just happen because so many pregnant
1: women were coming into your class? That's a great question. Yes. So I would say it's kind of a combination of all three. So one is, you know, because we are a more low pack, low impact workout and a core conscious workout, um, we are naturally attracted to by pregnant women and also postnatal or post baby women. Um, ironically too, our entire training team all got pregnant. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you serious? Most of Most of us have had children up up to this point now. And so we've all taught bar three, taken bar three pregnant and then post baby. Um, And then of course, our love of learning, just, you know, continuing to make sure that we aren't isolating um, certain clients from coming into our classes. So dealing with clients who have never worked out before or injured or pregnant or just had a baby, we want to make sure that they feel they aren't like the white elephant in the room. Um, mm-hmm. especially when you're pregnant, you really feel like the white elephant in the room just because <laughs> you're, you don't feel connected to your body. Like you have this thing growing in you. It's a magical thing, but it's still a thing and you don't have connection to it yet. Cause you can't see it. Um, I had two, I had twins and I saw that by
0: the way, how and old so, are yeah. they now? Yeah.
1: Oh my God. They're seven. <laughs>
0: wow. That's insane. They're so older. you did this really? workout
1: pregnant with the twins? I did. I did. I, I taught till about 24 weeks pregnant. FYI, 24 weeks pregnant with twin, I was measuring about 31, 32 weeks pregnant. Oh and then I actually had to stop physically working out at 31 weeks because I developed preeclampsia. So my, my doctor goodness. was like, you're done. You're You're on a couch for the next like six weeks of your life with your feet up. How many um, weeks did you, so how many very... weeks did you get through with the twins then? Like at what point did you deliver? I delivered it thirty six weeks and four days. Those four wow. days are important <laughs> that's
0: amazing, oh my gosh, good for you because that is that's yeah. no joke with multiples. I know every day matters, and like thirty six is like a long ways for multiples, so good for you
1: <laughs> it is yes, and um it was you know everyone was born healthy and and everything went well so yes i i well, first of all, I like to say that bar three in particular as it's as it stands. The majority of the workouts actually amazing for a pre and postnatal client. There's there's actually very little that needs to adapt, and most of it has to do with anything that's really ab centric. Just because when you're pregnant, your ab wall already has a lot of internal pressure on it, doesn't need any more. So you don't want to create more pressure that could then weaken it or create some imbalances in it. And so we just fried some modifications, or if you can't be on your back anymore. You know, then we, we give you modifications and the new moms, as you're rebuilding that core strength, they're really attracted to us because, you know, our whole class addresses core, even mm-hmm. when we're standing and doing something that's lower body focus, that's where you feel a sensation. You know, we understand that the body works as a team. Nothing is isolated. You can't spot tone and area. You have to work your body as a team. That's how it's designed. And so even how you're holding your core and holding your posture as your legs are burning is really important. So every step of the class, you you have an, a core focus, um, but it also modifies. And I think that because we were noticing that clients were really attracted to us, we wanted to make sure that we were, one, educated um, up to the standards of women's health. And so we have worked with a lot of experts out there who are dealing with pre and postnatal clients on a day to day basis on an individual level, and really understanding what are the common issues they're dealing with, what are the what are the ways that they're they're solving these problems? Um, and we've integrated a lot of that into our class, um, and so we're super prenatal and postnatal friendly, which I is rad. That. Yeah, it really and is. And most of um, our students have childcare.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. That's what I was going to say. I like, I I try not to bring all three of my kids cause I don't want to be that lady that eats up three out of the five spaces, but there have been a few times where, where I had to bring all three and it is so comforting to know that I can just drag them and they're like literally, you know, 20 feet from the door. It's not like they're in, um, you know, the child care center is like halfway down the building and around the corner. I mean, it's literally right there. So I am so grateful yeah. for that because I've, Utilize that so many times. Um, I'm curious to know, That's because awesome. you, you said your twins are seven now, so they're on the point of a little more independence, which is great. Like what do your, I love mm-hmm. hearing about routines and how people kind of like get their days started and things. So like, what does a typical day look like for you when you're trying to get out the door and you've got the twins that you've kind of got to get out the door too?
1: Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll speak to the truth of, um, more of our general routine. Cause right now it's currently summer for us, but um, I'll, I'll speak more to our, our fall routine, which is more of my year. Um, so I actually, I, I, I get my kids off and running cause my husband works really early in the morning. So generally I wake up in the morning. Um, I, I always like to, this is like cheesy, but I like to wake up and I have a little notebook next to my bed and I quickly write down just three things of gratitude. Oh, I um, like I like that. to start my day off on like kind of a positive note. Um, and it, and some, literally some days I'm literally like, I can breathe. <laughs> I know, girls. I know sometimes you gotta. I think one time
0: one of my things I was grateful for was that I have legs. (laughs) I was like, "Woo, sunny things are not looking good." If you're just grateful that you can like literally stand up today, but it's true. You would learn to boil it down to the important stuff. (laughs) True.
1: Yes, you. You can always find three things, and there. Yes, and there. I have a joke. Yourself for the month where literally it's the same three things because I couldn't find anything positive to think about. Yes. And then I get, yeah, so I get my kids up and I get them off to school. And then generally my, so what's beautiful about my job is every single day looks a little different, but here's what's generally involved with it. Um, Either I'm teaching a class or I'm taking a class. So I I make sure to prioritize myself sometime within the day. Now, the reality is sometimes that happens at nine o'clock at night, but I try to physically move every single day. So either with bar three or a hike or a walk or another exercise activity. It can be 10 minutes to an hour to more than that. So I don't really give myself time. It's just, I just go, was I physical today? Did I feed my heart? Did I feed my muscles? Did I move? And if I said yes, great. I give myself a big high five (laughs) and I go check. That's Um, awesome. And then I'm connecting. Yeah. And then I'm either connecting with my team. So working with the trainers here at Bar3, either on a new project that we're about to release out to the company or I'm connecting with the online content team on upcoming filmings for our subscription base. Or I'm working with um, some of my experts that I'm that are I see as my mentors. Um, I'm either doing a workshop with them on the body, or a meditation consultant. Um, I also have experts that help me understand research because I sometimes I get some research articles in and I'm like, this is really confusing. I need some support. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'll bring in some PhD reacher level people and they can consolidate it and make into layman's terms so I can understand what this research even means. Um, And then um, generally, then I uh, meet my kids at home and we have dinner together. We always walk our dog at night together. So we do some kind of physical family activity too. Um, And then we normally play a little game And then usually when my kids go to bed, if I haven't got movement in my day, then I push play. I push play on a bar three workout online um, or I um, go for a quick walk or a quick hike. Um, I live in Portland, so there's hills everywhere. So I just climb a hill, get my heart rate up. (laughs) Um, And then I come home and I try to always meditate right before I like to meditate right before I go to bed. Um, I know everybody does it a little differently, but that's kind of my way of absorbing the day, resetting my brain, kind of getting me ready for bed. And then I usually read a book or watch TV and go to sleep. And that's generally my day. So it's it's an adventure every day.
0: Do you do you have any advice for anyone who I feel like you have kind of an unorthodox job and these days like you know different <laughs> jobs are becoming more than norm so any advice for someone out there who's like looking to find a way to really connect their day-to-day work with something that they're passionate about being that you've you're one of those lucky people who has done that?
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, I feel very very fortunate that I was literally just in the right place at the right time and um and and so a lot of a lot of my circumstances were through just continuing to put that positive um word out there and just believing that something will arrive. I showed up to Portland in two thousand and nine in March of two thousand and nine, literally with no job, about to transition out of theater with a degree i that I could do absolutely nothing with, and not really sure what I was gonna do and a friend of mine literally said, "Why don't you go try taking a bar three class? It's you know sounds kind of up your alley walked in and took a class and and then the next month I was training to be an instructor. Um, and so it was just kind of fate, those situations. What I would say to anybody out there is who's maybe feeling stuck in their job or not really feeling connected to what they're doing, their work purpose, is I think the number one thing to do is figure out what your what is your purpose and kind of what drives you. And it doesn't have to be this big hairy goal. And I think that's really important is – Actually, like when people ask me, like, what is my life's purpose? I always just say it's to, it's to be a, you know, it's to be a good mom, to be a good friend and to be a good employee. Like I don't have dreams of owning my own business. I don't have dreams of like making this radical new product that's going to change the world. I just want to be a good person and that's my purpose and that's what brings me joy. And so, you know, I'm able to do that every single day at Bar 3 is connect with people and have the time then to connect with my kids. So I think a lot of it is just try to understand what, what, what makes, what makes you thrive and then connect that with what you also feel like you can bring value to. So that might mean that what you want to do, you need to get more education on, or you need to network and connect with people in that facility. You you need to kind of put yourself out in the situations. Um, that's scary. And that's sometimes feels like, you're walking off a cliff, <laughs> but, um, usually if you continue to put yourself out there and continue to drive towards that goal, um, a lot of time it manifests. Um, and I think just trying to take down those barriers and notice, notice the barriers you're putting up yourself. Um, I noticed that a lot of people, what holds them back is just self doubt. Simple as that is they're just doubting themselves. They're going, well, someone won't like it, or I'm not qualified or, I don't think they would want me or I don't think this is going to sell. And it's just like pull away those barriers and just be confident with what you have, because it it will translate if you believe in it. Um, Those are kind of my initial advice. But I think what it comes down to is just truly understanding what your purpose is. I love it. I, I'm i
0: so, so grateful that you took a few minutes to chat with me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Yes, and, uh, I feel like I've been saying this on my social channels forever, but you guys have to definitely check out a bar three class. Um, if there is a studio near you, I should ask you that quickly too. Do you guys have plans to expand if there's not one in someone's city right now?
1: Yes. So we are, we are currently franchising and we are always looking for amazing owners. So if there's not one in your community, you can always go to our website. And if you're interested in owning, um, go under our own a franchise page and we have all the information there and we can just, just start the conversation. Um, or if you have a friend who would want to, but if we aren't in your location yet, um, cause we are growing, we want to grow with the best owners for your community. So we're slowing, we're growing slow and purposeful and thoughtfully. Um, but we do also have online workouts. So also if you go to bar3.com and go under online workouts or stream a workout, um, you can also access our class that way too. And that's a really great option for um, working moms or um, stay-at-home moms who have can't commit to an hour in the class or just can't commit to a class at this time in the studio. It's another fantastic option because we have classes from 10 minutes all the way to 60 online. Yes. The online classes are great too. I can I can testify to that.
0: So Lisa, thank you so, so much again for taking the time out to chat with me. I really appreciate it.
1: Of course. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lisa. All
0: right, guys. I love talking to Lisa. Isn't she great? Um, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, Thank you to Lisa for taking time to answer all of my questions, not only about the workout, but also where things are headed with Bar 3. Definitely check out and see if there is a studio near you. As you heard Lisa mention, they do stream workouts online. And really, I encourage you guys to check it out. Give it a whirl if there is a studio nearby, because I promise not only will you get an ass-kicking workout, you will also... Um, immediately get a really cool community of women to plug into. Um, what they're doing is awesome. And I loved highlighting a little bit of Bar Three's mission in addition to the incredible workouts that they, uh, that they put up. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I will put all of the show notes on my blog. So check out Sunny, S-O-N-N-I dot me. And I will update the podcast section with all of the things that we talked about here. Thanks guys again for listening and I will see you next time.